0: Welcome to the March 2018 edition of Outbeat News in Depth. I'm Greg Morelia. Well, spring has sprung here in the North Bay, and among the many things that come with spring is the start of Pride season. Sonoma County Pride traditionally launches Pride season with a celebration the first weekend of June, and this year will be no exception. But what will be different is the location for this year's Pride Festival and Parade. With us tonight are members of the Sonoma County Pride Planning Committee who will talk about the reason for the move and all that you can expect from this year's celebration. It happens June 1st through the 3rd. And we are in the final hours of the KRCB Radio Spring Fundraiser. You know, as a public radio station, we depend on our amazing listeners, just like you, for donations to keep your favorite programs, like this one, coming to you on the radio and online. Our goal during this hour is to raise $500, and I know with your help, we can do it. We have some wonderful thank you gifts for a donation starting at just $40. And if you become a sustaining member of KRCB with a donation of just $10 a month, we can offer you a wonderful package of gifts, including a CD, a gift card from Oliver's Market, and your choice of the KRCB pullover or zip-up hoodie. It comes in blue or black and looks just great. Donating is really easy. You can give us a call right now at 707-584-2020, that's 707-584-2020, or go online. You can take a look at all of the thank you gifts we have to offer at donate.krcb.org. Now, stay with us. We'll be right back with tonight's show, right after your Outbeat Radio News for this Sunday, March 25th, 2018. This is Greg Moralia with your Outbeat Radio News for the week of March 25th, 2018. President Donald Trump's legal team has reportedly reached out to high-profile attorney Theodore Olson. He's the attorney who won the fight at the Supreme Court against California's Proposition 8. The president's team was hoping to add Olson to its ranks in defending against claims of collusion between Russia and the now president during the 2016 election. He reportedly turned down a previous offer to join the team. Theodore Boutras, the global co-chair of Gibson, Dunn & Crutcher Litigation Group, where Olson is a partner, has announced that the offer has been rejected. Kellyanne Conway is said to have recommended Olson, who, in addition to arguing against California's anti-marriage equality proposition, also represented then-presidential candidate George W. Bush at the Supreme Court in the case Bush versus Gore, This effectively ended the recount and allowed Bush to become president. More recently, Olson represented Trump's friend, New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady, in a case against the National Football League during the Deflategate scandal. An LGBTQ nation is reporting a Seattle man who has contracted HIV while taking PrEP. Health officials in the Seattle area are reporting the unnamed man has been infected with an HIV strain resistant to the two medications in Truvada. That's the commercial name of the HIV pre-exposure prophylaxis. His medical care provider reported it to the Seattle King County Public Health Department, and he is now getting alternative treatment with a likelihood he will do well long-term. Hundreds of thousands of people are taking PrEP. 6,500 of them in Washington's King County. This case would be the county's second such diagnosis. Dr. Matthew Golden, director of the county department's STD and HIV program, told Seattle's KIRO-TV that the newly diagnosed man says he took PrEP consistently and had sex only with other men. He may have been infected by a multi-drug resistant form of HIV, though they don't know for sure. Golden said it's very rare, but he mentioned in the interview that the department has identified one prior King County case of PrEP failure with a resistant infection. The director stressed the effectiveness of PrEP if taken consistently and said it reduces the risk of acquiring HIV through sex by 90-95%, to 95%, with PrEP-resistant infections still treatable. And here in California, Tony Atkins made history last week when she became the first woman and lesbian to hold the California Senate's top job— Atkins, whose colleagues describe her as measured, said she's not focused on making headlines. Atkins said that her early work will be focused on running the Senate, including developing a process to deal with sexual harassment allegations. She said other efforts to put her stamp on the Senate, like reshuffling committee assignments, will come later. If she can keep the support of her fellow Democrats, Atkins will have an unusually long run in the Senate's top job, as she isn't set to term out until 2024. For a calendar of LGBT events happening here in the North Bay, go to GaySonoma.com. And for all the LGBT news headlines we're following, go to our website at OutbeatNews.com. For Outbeat Radio News, I'm Greg Moralia.
1: I to world, but I don't
0: know what to all right. Well, this year's Sonoma County Pride Celebration – say that five times fast – We'll include three days of events starting on June 1st and running through June 3rd. But don't look for the celebration in Guerneville this year because it is coming to Santa Rosa. And here with us tonight to talk about what's on tap are members of the Sonoma County Pride Planning Committee, J.D. Donovan and Chris Cren mora Welcome to you both. Thank uh, you. Welcome. Thanks. Excited to have you here and get the sort of uh, initial report on what's going on with Pride this year. but. Uh, Chris, I'm going to put you on the spot for a second and Uh-oh, talk about go. the movie you just got back from, um, uh, because I'm excited to see it, and I think everybody listening ought to go see well, it. Well, I don't want to spoil it for you, though. Well, that's yeah. all right. Tell us tell us a little bit about it.
2: Oh, uh, Tease we, it. We, uh, my husband and I went to go see Love, Simon, tonight, and uh, I have to say it's, pro- it's probably one of the better coming out movies, and I'm glad that it's got teenagers in it, because it's going to target that, that whole audience that... Let's just say it was a movie that should have been around when I came out in high school because I think it would have helped a lot. And there's a lot of story in there, a lot of emotion. It hit a lot of spots. I totally recommend it to anybody out there that's been thinking about seeing it. The preview is really good. It's a really good movie. It's laughter, crying, a little bit of everything.
0: I've heard only great things about it. Where did you go see it? Uh, Uh, The Rialto
2: out in Sebastopol.
0: Okay, there you go. It's right here available here locally. All right, so let's talk about Pride. Uh, J.D., you've been involved with the Pride Planning Committee now for, what, uh, going on many years, right?
3: (laughs) Yeah. From 2014 until this year, I've been on the actual board and helping produce the event. And prior to that, I've always participated by supporting the event and going out and volunteering since 2009 uh, when I arrived here in Northern California.
0: There you go. And so you've kind of – you've seen the same sort of ride that I've seen is that – Uh, It's ebbed and it's flowed and it almost went away a couple of years back and then some life was breathed into it by some great dedicated community people like yourself. Talk about the Pride Planning Committee now and the organization. Where is it at?
3: Well, we're now a 501c3. We have been since October of 2014 and that was after we almost lost it in 2014 because uh, the event was given to the people of Guerneville with seven weeks to put the event on. It was, there was some transition, I think some miscommunication, and it wasn't about to happen. And so that's when I jumped in and helped with a larger board of people. And now we started out as a 501c3 as of October 2014 we've had a big board and then we've kind of shrunk and then we've had another you know larger board but it's getting volunteers together and people that are committed year round to coming to meetings and planning this because it's a lot of it's all volunteer work so right. it's hard to get people to commit month after month to come to meetings and and follow through and so this year it was down to four board members and we tried to really get people involved, and it seemed like the big push was, well, if you come out to Santa Rosa, we'll get involved, because more people were living in Santa Rosa, like the letter people, uh, we also have face-to-face, positive images, and all these people were, you know, if you come bring the event out here, we can help you a lot more instead of us driving to the river for an event, and they felt disconnected from that. And when we decided to start holding our meetings in Santa Rosa, we did. We, got, we now have a board of 10. So oh, a wow. lot more people joined up because four can't hold that event anymore.
0: <laughs> sure. Well, I think it would be hard just for 10 to do. I mean, it takes a tremendous number of volunteers.
3: Yes, our volunteers are extremely important. Any shouts out you want to give to the board members? All of them. Everybody is coming together. We're working really good as a team this year. We have a lot of expertise. I, I really want to shout out to Brian, who's been there all along and getting lots of our volunteer, um, or actually getting most of our sponsorships together, including Great and Casino, which is huge for us. And Chris has done an amazing job with Completely redoing our website and all of our social media, which is really starting to play out where we 're getting so many more people participating and knowing what 's going on because that 's an important tool mm-hmm.
0: so it's really it 's really a return to santa Rosa right I mean yes. pride here years ago used to be from what i 'm told at Juilliard Park and had, had traditionally been in downtown santa rosa
2: and and at the junior college when yes, I was Judge a she, kid sorry. I think it was ninety five or ninety six I did a day under the Oaks or well pride at the junior college. Um, Yeah, that's like 25 years ago.
3: We actually are putting money into doing the actual history timeline of Pride here in Sonoma County. And we have it pinpointed down to, I believe it's 1987, when the first picnic was held at Spring Lake. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was told it was Juilliard Park, and then it's been corrected. It was Spring Lake, and then it moved to Windsor at some point. But we're going to be doing panels with all the history of Pride here in Sonoma County and with all the different events, including the Women's Weekend, the gay businesses that are involved, the different things that have happened. So we're really putting an effort forth to get our history together this year and cool. continue gathering our history. So if you go to our website, please let us know if you have any photographs Of any of the events that anybody's attended in the past because we'd like to compile all that history for us. Okay,
0: so you are looking for people to go through their archives and pull out pictures. Yes, pictures, news articles, video
2: clips, a little bit of everything. Um, I was just looking up our our contact. They can they can put it through our website or tweet us if they want, um, and we'll pass it on to the people that are putting it together. Okay.
0: Well, let's we'll share this website several times throughout the next hour. What is the website people can go to?
2: Uh, they can go to SonomaCountyPride.org, and uh, all a lot of our information's there. And we're updating it daily as as peop, as entertainment and activities come on board, we're updating it. So. Uh, Over the next few weeks, you'll probably see a lot of changes as we start signing our entertainment and getting more of our uh, grand marshals on board and and locking down more of our information.
0: Great. And we'll make sure we put a link on our website at OutBeatNews.com so you can stay up to date. We always have a pretty comprehensive schedule of Pride events for not only uh, Sonoma County, but also throughout the Bay Area. And it's coming up, so we'll have that link up there shortly. Chris, uh, when did you get involved with Pride?
2: Um, I this is my first year. About thirty seconds ago, right before we got on air, JD asked me to start building a website, and no, I. Um, I, I I sit on another committee or board uh, called Santa Rosa Gator that puts on social events every month and um, there's two other people that have been on your show before Richard and Cheryl right. um, and I've always been the behind the scenes kind of guy sit behind a computer screen take photos post them you know uh, not really get out in the forefront like I am tonight this is a little different for me so uh, uh, Brian came to us we we threw uh, last year we threw an Into the Summer Luau at Great and Rancheria as Santa Rosa Gator and um, a great
0: event by the way oh.
2: Thank you. Thank you. We had a blast. Uh, I I I have to say that Grayton's been arms open with all of our ideas and everything. So it's been a lot of fun to be able to put on events over there. And um, and after that event was over, uh, Brian came to our group, our whole crew that was putting it on and, and asked us, you know, hey, would you guys be willing to come and... You know, you, Chris, you're really good at social media. We got a spot for you. Cheryl, Jim, uh, you know, Cheryl, Richard, we've got some places for you guys. You're, you're already helping in the community. Can you take that one step more? And I think we all signed on that night. I, I, I And that was right after you guys had decided to to go that push to move it to downtown Santa or Santa Rosa because we didn't know it was at, in going to be at downtown just yet. So uh, that was October of last year okay and and since then i 've just been going full force trying to get the website up and ready and um, work with the marketing guys and do themes and graphics and just push our our way forward and we 've been doing really good so far
0: well, the website I'm, looks great thank it looks, you It was great. I was looking at it earlier this week so let 's talk about the impetus for moving pride out of Guernville I mean you know Guernville 's kind of been the the hub of gay life in this county for many many years, but obviously. There are gay folks that live all over the county and a whole lot more outside of Guerneville than in collectively. But but talk about why this year and why back to downtown Santa Rosa.
3: Well, you know, I can speak on that point is Guerneville is. Guerneville is we bring people from all over the Bay Area, pretty much all over the world out there because it is a gay tourist destination. And I live in Guerneville and I love Guerneville and I support Guerneville. We just had some, like I said, it was... Trying to get people to commit to help out, we needed people with that was more centrally located. And, you know, we had a lot of input about it's Sonoma County Pride and not Guerneville Pride. And with Guerneville, you have a small town and you have other events going on because it's the first weekend in June. And so you have limited parking, and that's always been very difficult. Uh, Last year, they held a Vineman event on Sunday in Monte Rio. And on that Saturday, they held a kayak race that ended at Johnson's Beach. And so we're always competing with all of the other events that are going on in Guerneville. And we kept growing. You know, our event continues to grow. We keep getting more people. And we did the political rise-up event on Saturday. And so we decided when we brought it out to the meetings out to Santa Rosa to get more people involved, that we were going to be open to looking at a whole variety of different places where we could host it so that we could continue to grow it. And some of the most important things that were on the list were public transportation and how people could get there because coming and going from the river, especially when we're serving alcohol at our event. And there's a lot of, you know, if it's in Guerneville, it should stay, you know, people shouldn't have to come and go from there. And there's only one bus that comes and goes from there. So we looked at all of the different things And I think it was uh, the downtown square was the fourth venue that we actually approached and talked to, and they just really were very welcoming and with open arms and wanted it to happen. And they brought with them a lot of, these are ways that we can make it happen down here and be positive to support you and grow the event and offered all of the support um, with the chambers, the chambers, and they, the they connected grants. us with
2: the uh, people that organized the Rose Parade and everything to kind of oh, wow. get us on gear of logistically how how to put on a parade in downtown Santa Rosa. That that meeting was very informational because who, who knew that you know stoplights and everything had to be scheduled to be turned off and well uh, i but, did you well you, yeah yeah i mean you've done this before but i but I, we only but,
3: have one stoplight we have to worry about <laughs> <in Gernville. laughs>
2: there's a lot more downtown yes for sure and parking meters.
3: Yeah, right, parking meters. <laughs> but
2: it, but it, it, it's been a, a fun uh, – I'd have to say that the Metro Chamber and the, uh, the Rose Parade people have been really fun to communicate with and learn um, because that's what we were doing with the website is getting information from them on what is good information. And part of it was where to stay. I mean, we get questions like where to stay, where to camp, where to RV. Uh, I have been surprised at some of the things that come in, and uh, so we added all that information to the site. That's great. Um, yeah, you can uh, all the public transportation's on there: smart train, buses. Trying to keep them, how to get to that central location.
0: Well, you, you know, you make a couple of really good points. Uh, Guerneville certainly is a tourist destination, but so is the rest of Sonoma County. Uh, I think we have a very growing tourist population here, and it's a very desirable place to come for food and wine, and why not pride? There certainly are a lot more hotel options in and around Santa Rosa than Guerneville. Not that there's not great places to stay out there, because there is, but more options here. And you're right about the public transportation. It's always hard, I think, for people from Sonoma to drive all the way out to Guerneville mm-hmm. uh, We've got the train now. If people want to take that, it's not too difficult. wouldn't be too difficult to get to, to downtown. And the square, it's perfect. This is a perfect year to premiere Pride back in Santa Rosa with that great square. Cool.
3: We're also right there. The bus hub from all the other Bay Area cities drops right there, literally two blocks away from the square. So um, there's so many options, and then you have the Ubers and a lot of different options, and You know, with that, I will add I know we're going to talk about it a little bit more, but with the move has come a very positive change in Guerneville, which I'm looking forward to talking about.
0: Yes, and I want to get to that, I, I, and I want to talk about the, how the merchants are feeling. I mean, obviously, Guernville depends on tourism and events like this for their vibrancy in the summertime, uh, but let's start with Santa Rosa. What reception have you gotten from the merchants in downtown about Well, S- Santa
2: Rosa Gadar held uh, our, like, recovery um, St. Patrick's Day party on Sunday after St. Patrick's Day at uh, Stout Brothers on 4th Street, mm-hmm. who opened specifically for us. It was a private event. We uh, had just under 200 people come in he's excited. They uh we we pitched it to him saying we're going to be here we're doing pride here and they got really excited. So um, we're hoping to actually Santa Rosa Gaydar is hoping to have an after party over there if he commits to it. Nudge, nudge. Hopefully, he's listening. You know, <laughs> but but yeah, yeah. It, the merchants so far, uh, the ones we've met so far, have been very positive. They're very excited.
3: Yeah, we're planning a Discover Santa Rosa tour so that people will get out into these different businesses and be able to see what Santa Rosa has to offer. And yeah, everything has been positive from what we felt up so far.
0: Great. And I want to come back and po- talk about that Discover tour because that sounds fun, uh, particularly if you haven't been. To downtown in a while, uh, but so let's talk about the merchants in Guernville. How did this move change or or impact them? And and then talk about what's what, what their well, idea well uh,
3: the merchants in Guernville I'm sure they felt um, disappointed that we were no longer going to be holding the pride because a lot it it is a town that relies heavily on tourism, and it relies on the summer months. Like I said, I live there. I I see it. I I see it happen, and. The thing that I see that the most positive out of the fact that we have moved it is that those merchants have come together, and they're going to now be creating their own Russian River Pride. Oh, really? Yes. So in August, the end of August, I believe it's the 24th through the 26th, with the parade being on the 26th, they're doing their own Russian River Pride weekend, and I we support them 100%. And even during our own Pride weekend, we are advertising and they're going to be doing pool parties on June 3rd out at the Russian River. We want people to go out there and visit. We want them to visit all of Sonoma County. So even though we're having the hub of stuff here in Santa Rosa, there will be events happening at the R3 on Saturday night of June 2nd and then on um, Sunday, June 3rd, they'll be doing a pool party and we invite everybody to go out to Guerneville so that's kind of
0: cool it sort of bookends the summer uh, starting summer on the first weekend of June with Pride in Santa Rosa and then Ending summer with Pride out in out the Exactly.
3: River. It's the weekend after Memorial Day that we have Pride in Santa Rosa, and it's the weekend before Labor Day that they're hosting the Russian River Pride. Fantastic.
0: And yeah. Gurdville still does have a lot of gay activities out there. Uh, oh, J.D., awesome. I know you're involved in Women's Weekend. Talk a little bit about that.
3: Yeah. Women's Weekend is coming up. That's going to be May 18th through the 20th. And looking forward to it, there's a lot of... A lot of interest in it this year. I think people are going stir-crazy. They're looking for the good weather, and that's the weekend before Memorial Day. So uh, we've got three days of events. We've got DJ Shar on Friday that's going to be spinning poolside. On, sun- on Saturday, we have DJ Olga, and then Saturday night, we have DJ Becky Knox, and she'll also be poolside on Sunday. We have the Drag King show on Saturday night and a dance afterwards and the burlesque show will be on friday night so lots of activity going on out there and we welcome it's an all-inclusive anybody that's female female identified who support female we're not a exclusive event we're an inclusive event
2: And, and gay men that like lesbians yeah, I, I meet, I've met some of my best friends out there so, during Women's Weekend of all. Yeah. Just
3: bring your Band-Aids. That's yeah. all we said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so talk about um, who's who's sponsoring primarily the, the events or hosting events. Is it the R3 and, and Rainbow?
3: Um, yes, it'll be. The R3 is where most of the activity is going to happen. We are going to have the Rainbow Cattle Company does our welcome party from 6 to 8, and there will be a barbecue, and that's hosted by... Um, in the past it's been hosted by the rags group and uh so big shout out to danita and brenda because they put that on for us great and
0: then of course there's bear weekend uh, lazy in the bear summer weekend. lazy yep. bear weekend and i don't have the calendar in front of me Christian, and I can't look it up that up.
2: fast, but I, I know it's. Like, I think it's August. The, it's usually. August, like the thir- third through the fourth. I'll, I'll look it up. Oh, it's a week. <laughs> it's a week long, but a, a lot of the guys come in like the Thursday. It starts on a Wednesday and ends on a okay. Sunday.
0: So, sort of a midsummer event. There's the point being that there's really going to be lots of activity for people t- to enjoy from May Women's Weekend all the way through both Pride celebrations now Absolutely. Uh, at the end of summer, which is really cool. Oh, it's August first
2: through the sixth. This year, and it's LazyBearWeekend.org. Perfect.
0: So let's talk about the first weekend in June. June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd is uh, the Sonoma County Pride Celebration happening here in Santa Rosa. And it starts on Friday night with...
3: It's going to be the uh, Laugh Cellar is going to be holding a comedy night, and it is... I know it's Alec Mappa is Moppa. the he, is the headliner, right. and he's also going to be one of our grand marshals. Excellent on Saturday. So let's talk about the the laugh seller because that's
0: also a fairly new business, and I understand it's also gay owned.
3: Yes, I was actually there last night for the so, very
0: first time. Tell us about it. I mean, I used to live across the street from uh, that that market, and it's been it's had several iterations of markets and restaurants, and nothing has really worked there. And then I saw them open up a com- comedy shop, and I thought. What an odd location for a comedy shop. And and I have not been in there, but so tell us about it.
3: You know, that makes sense because I walked in there and I was like, what did this used to be? (laughs) But it was was a lot of fun last night. And they've been holding, uh, Grace has been holding some dances there and working with Lisa, who's the owner. And so last night they hosted uh, Laugh and then Dance Party. So from 7 to 9 was a comedy act, and then from 9 to 11 was a dance. And so they are supporting the LGBT community with all sorts of events that are being held there. So it's a new venue, so to say. Um, and it's, it's nice. They serve beer and wine and they had good, good comedians last night. And I'm looking forward to going back and seeing Alex.
0: Yeah. Mostly or local, Alec. mostly local comedians.
3: Um, they were Bay area. Okay. I, I, I was, okay. yeah, I
0: don't know. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen any of their advertising, so I don't know who they've been able to bring in. But of course, Alec Mappa. If you don't know about him, uh, you know he's done TV, he's done movies, and he's really a funny guy. Um, have you either? of you seen him before? I have. I've
2: seen him at the Castro Street Theater a few years ago, uh, like five or six years ago. Were you there for the benefit for Matthew Shepard Foundation? I was not. It was actually for the the uh, gay, gay VNs, the Gay Porn Awards. Oh. I went to go see him. <laughs> Okay. host the show. He was really funny. It was great. I,
0: well, the reason I ask is that uh, one of the last times I saw him was at the Castro Street Theater. He was there doing a benefit for Matthew Shepard Foundation, and I got a chance to introduce him. Um, I don't know why I introduced him as being the star of Dirty Betty, but he did not <laughs> let me live that down the entire night. So, um, But I am looking forward to seeing him again. And, of course, since that time, he's uh, now a father and has done a movie about being uh, a dad. Oh, that's cool. Which is really kind of fun. So so he'll also be a grand marshal yes. as well. Yes, That'll be great. And so the main event happens on Saturday, not Sunday, as, as before. Saturday is the parade and the festival. Tell us about that.
3: Well, we start the uh, parade off, and the festival opens at the same time at noon. And so the parade is going to go down 4th Street with the... Uh, Judges table at 4th and D? I think so. Is what we are, our projected route um, at this time. Everything's kind of projected because we are a couple of months out. So we have a lot of things that aren't set in stone and concrete yet. And then it's going to end going into the festival site. And so we're going to have DJs going at the festival site. We're going to have our... Drag kings and our drag queens that are always the favorites. Um, we will also have we have we're currently in contract negotiations, ready to sign. Hopefully, late tonight or tomorrow morning. And I don't want to jinx that, so I'm not going to exactly say who yet. Uh, but definitely high energy acts this year. So it's going to be geared towards. Uh, one of them is actually up for a Glad Award for the song. Oh, wow. One of his songs. Okay. So That's a good we're, tease. We're really excited about it, and we will definitely, uh, as soon as we get the contract signed, we're going to be putting it on our website and a teaser of the music and stuff like that. And then we have another act coming out of the Midwest um, that has been playing a lot of Prides. It's a super high energy uh, as well. And then well-known names for DJs, DJ Olga out of Oakland and DJ Rotten Robbie will be there. Oh, Okay.
0: Very good. And so the parade is scheduled to take place when? At uh, noon.
2: Starts at noon. Noon at noon. Uh, down 4th Street. And uh, the, the parade, f- well, the festival will open at 11, so it'll be open when the parade's getting ready to start. And then everybody, like uh, JD's saying, we'll end right into the festival. We're going to gear them right up and, and crowd the festival up. We also have a family area this year, a kids area. Yes. Um, as As well as the Sonoma County LGBT Timeline. Um, okay, I'm going blank, sorry. I'm the thinking. history. Oh, the history timeline. Yes. Um,
3: and so we're we're getting, we've, we've, we just opened vendors. <laughs> last week. Last week, and we've already got a good list of vendors that are coming in. And that's something that's really important. If you do want to be a vendor for Sonoma County Pride, we actually have limited space because we're limited to the space in the square. And we're filling up relatively quickly.
2: Yeah, just in just just in a week, I think we got eleven right out the gate um, to get to sign up. So it, it's going to fill up really quick.
0: Now, are they the usual folks, usual suspects that uh, folks have seen out in Guernville or are you seeing some new new businesses?
3: We're definitely seeing some new businesses out here. Uh, for instance, uh, the Santa Rosa Junior College will be there this year. The Santa Rosa Police Department um, and more solar heating and cooling has already signed up. The letter people, Kaiser Permanente, and Hansel Subaru—they've—they've they've been there in the past. Uh, and again, we—we uh, we believe Grayton might be putting together something as well this year to be in the parade since we're so close. Okay. And so for the folks who aren't familiar
0: with the Letter People, you've mentioned them a couple of times, a relatively new organization and really right. cool downtown. Talk a little bit about them.
2: Well the Letter people are like a after work social group, meet up for a drink after work, hang out for about an hour. Um they do they do a, a like a mixer once a month and then they throw different little events throughout the county. Uh they we did roller skating once at Calskate. Um I'm not sure when their next event is. I'll look it up while we're talking here. Uh, but they they throw the socials over at Brew on uh, Hillsburg Avenue in Santa Rosa, um, which Brew also does uh, RuPaul's Drag Race on Thursday nights. So if you need a place to watch the show, I would go there. It's a lot of fun with a group of people. Um, and uh, I, letter people have been great. They're, they they want to help us. They they won. Uh, they were our first place in our parade last year. Um, and, and if they're listening, they're planning to be the first place. They want to be in first place this year in the parade. They started a GoFundMe online to to raise money for their float, and mm-hmm. they're they're in full force trying to.
3: <laughs> they're pretty energetic, and a yes. lot of their members are really helping out with pride as well. They've yes. stepped up and are are going to be volunteering in different positions as well. So it's nice to see such a variety of the community come mm-hmm. together. Oh, it sounds like a challenge.
2: <laughs> back,
0: is
3: great there will be prizes <laughs> there will be <laughs> okay
0: so people can sign up right now if they want to have a contingent they want to have their business or they oh, want yeah. to build a float for their organization a- a-
2: everything uh, as of Friday is live on the website okay. so they can they can register to have a booth they can register to be in the parade they can become a sponsor of any level so if they want to you know just throw money at us too we like money um, and the uh, what else was on oh volunteers we need volunteers so the volunteer sign up Online too, great. Um, Yeah, we're we're just we need about forty or fifty people to come forward and help us out with the parade and logistics with helping set up and break down things. And
0: so we'll circle back to that towards the end. I want to just touch back on the parade and the uh, and the festival. Give me an idea: how much does it cost if an organization (laughs) wants to march in the parade?
2: Oh, uh, well, it depends on what type of organization because the price flows depending on who they are and what they do. Uh, okay. from, I think it's, it starts at $50 and goes up to about $150 to register, um, depending on, and uh, April 22nd's the deadline for early bird pricing, and then it goes up after okay. April 22nd. So
0: if you're a business, this is a great way to get some very inexpensive yes. advertising.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, and if you get a booth, sit out there, hand out a leaflet, uh, you, know, you can engage with the community out out there as well. So, I mean, And what are
0: booths run for
2: businesses? Uh, they Same thing. It's it's a range. Um, it starts at around 200 250 depending on what type of business and organization you are, and it goes up okay. from there.
3: And one of the reasons why we're doing the pricing at a little bit higher rate this year is because we're actually providing the booth. Oh. So it's not a matter of you have to schlep your own stuff in. All you have to do is bring in your merchandise, merchandise and set up. We're going to have the Chairs and tables and the booth oh, that's setups. Nice. Yeah, so it's <laughs>
0: from someone who has slept uh, a tent and tables yes. and chairs down uh, for several years. For yeah, the KFCB tent be here. That's
2: nice. The tents will all be up and ready uh, when vendors get in, and then they can order tables and chairs online if they want, or bring their own depending on. Uh, getting in and out will be much easier than Kernville. Oh yeah, yeah. You you'll be able to hopefully be able to pull pretty close to your booth to get to get all your merchandise out.
0: Right. Great. So uh, people can go to the website, org yes and sign up for either a, a spot in the parade or uh, a booth space. You said the booth space is limited, so yes. don't waste a whole lot of time thinking about that. Just do it. What about the length in the parade? Is there going to be uh, a limit to the number of contingents?
3: We are limiting the number of contingents based upon who is... Applying to be in the parade. For instance, if it's a single car or a single walker, we can afford a little bit more. If people are going to be introducing floats... Um it's just a matter of how much space and the space that we have. So we're still that's still kind of under consideration as we see who's coming in to participate in the parade. So if
0: Apple shows up with 5,000 people, that's probably a no-go. It right. Be, that's yeah, yeah. probably
3: yeah. going to be – they'll be Rot the apples. only people <laughs> – <laughs> That'll
0: be it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just have their – I still have that vision of them walking down Market Street in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. They're, for pride. They're an army. It's a whole different – Set up in downtown Santa Rosa. So that then concludes on Saturday and the festival ends at? 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Okay, so it's going a little bit later yes. into the evening.
2: We, we, nice. we would like it to go later in the evening, but since this is our first year, we need to test things out yeah. and timing. And, and when we looked at, like lighting up the event at night, it, it got too expensive this year. So we, well, we, it's on the back burner. It's on our wish list for next year for yeah, sure. But Definitely. it's great. People yeah. can
0: people can hang out. They can stop at one of the restaurants downtown for dinner, or one of the the food vendors there at the festival, and and kind of come in and out. So I think it'll be great.
3: Yeah, we're gonna have events going on after the festival ends both in downtown santa rosa and like i said out in Guerneville itself proper so there's going to be a lots lots of opportunity for nightlife to occur so we'll and we'll have all of those events listed on the website yes. Yes. great
0: then on sunday talk about that what's on tap for sunday oh sunday's river fun day
3: it's that's one of the things well, that's really one fun. of the
2: things oh and there's also discover santa rosa Sorry.
0: Yeah, I want, that's what i wanted to hear about <laughs> that sounds intriguing to me
3: we're, we're encouraging people to shop, walk around downtown Santa Rosa, dine in downtown Santa Rosa, and get to know the area. And so we're asking local businesses to participate by – it's, like I said, it's still kind of a work in progress, possibly like a passport type thing where people go around and get stamped that they've been to different places, and then they can receive, uh, you know, like a T-shirt or something like that. We don't have it finalized exactly, but we're trying to get – the businesses involved that who would want to participate with something like that and just get the word out these are all the businesses that we have down here these are the people that are supporting us that want your business so it's it's a work
0: in progress great Great. Well, we'll keep our, our eye out for that. And then you mentioned there'll be some events happening at the river as well.
2: Yes. Well, you're, uh, J.D. was talking about them earlier. We have the drag show at uh, R3. That's Saturday night. And then uh, Sunday afternoon is uh, poolside at R3 as well, pool party. That's always fun. Yeah. Mudslides. Yep.
0: ready. <laughs> Great. Well, we're going to take a music break. Uh, but first, let me remind you that we are in the final days of the KRCB Radio Spring Fundraiser. And during this break, this would be a great time to call with your donation. Our goal is to raise $500 this hour, so please do your part to support Public Radio, KRCB Radio 91, by calling us now at 707-584-2020. That's 707-584-2020. But if you'd rather, you can go online and donate at donate.krcb.org. You can find all of the great thank you gifts that we have there and do your part by donating easily with a credit card. We'll be right back. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Outbeat News in Depth here on KRC-BFM Radio 91. I am Greg Moralia, and that was The Incomparable Pink with What About Us. I was inspired uh, to play that tonight with uh, all the things going on this weekend around the March for Life. Did either of you uh, go to that or see it downtown?
3: I saw all the social media posts, yes. Yeah. It's a crazy time,
0: right? right. I mean... Uh, I think in years past, we've talked probably every year that I've been on this uh, show about why pride is important. It's always been a super important thing for me to go to, and I always like to talk to people about why it's important for them and maybe why it's even more important or important in a different way this year. Um, So for you two that are putting in so many hours and putting together this pride celebration and have been doing so for many years, talk about for you, why is pride still important?
2: Well, pride's pride's important for me, especially over the last year and a half or two years um, with our current political climate. Important for me because, you know, you you get on Facebook and you get discouraged. You see a tweet or a press release about gay rights in a state being questioned or or same-sex marriage being questioned, and it's coming from the top down versus the people. And I think it's really important that we are out. So everybody sees us and knows that there's an actual community, you know, it's just not people wanting to have sex with their same sex people. It's, it's love. There's love and friendship and families and, you know, and, and my husband and I want to build a family and with all this going on, it's really discouraging and, you know, it's like, oh, should we adopt? Well, maybe we shouldn't adopt a kid we might be going to war with North Korea, you know, or, you know, it's like. Do we want to bring up a child in this atmosphere? You know, it's those those are the thoughts that go through my head every day. But being part of Pride, you know, even San Francisco Pride or Sonoma County Pride, it brings the feel of family back together, and and knowing that like it, people like JD that become friends, you know, just we're just working together and we've become friends, and it's great that we can have the friendship and the family, and we're building like we have family friends too. We have uh, friends that are friends like common friends that have brought us together and, and it's, and we need that. We need Mm -hmm. to know that there's support out for us, especially when we're hearing all the negative and seeing that come through. And, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to call a friend that's going through it with you and bring them all together. And, you know, we have a good time when we're doing it, but it's, we're still standing up for what we think is right. And that's, that's what's important for me. Is that we get that message out there, and I think that came across this year when we started talking about our theme, and with what's happened in Sonoma County and everything. I think for this year's theme um, th- it really brings it all together when when we think about what pride is for us. And this year's theme, I'll let JD go into the theme. I'm <laughs> hogging the mic here. Go for it. Hogging JD. the
3: mic. Well, I was going to say, you know, pride to me coming out of many many years ago. I felt like I was an island unto myself. I didn't know anybody and didn't know what it meant. And when I was brought out, I was just kind of like, what is this? Where do I turn? What do I do? And it was Long Beach Pride was the first one that I ever attended. Oh, wow. And it was very small. And I watched it grow. And then I got to attend uh, a San Diego Pride. And I think it was the first time that I actually went to a San Francisco Pride that I was just like eyes wide open like oh my god <laughs> like right? yeah there's like we're not alone and then as i grew and i was and i've been out for a very long time and worked in state government and felt all the discrimination and the harassment for being out and being myself and so that's why pride is important to me is it's a place where we can go and we can be family and we can rally others to say you know what it's okay We're here to support each other. We're a community. It doesn't matter who you are. We're all in it together. And it's, you know, the LGBT community as a whole, the the theme is together we rise. And I think we need to realize that we're rising together and there shouldn't be any animosity or divisiveness within our own community. We all need to come together. There's so many different terms, L, G, B, T, Q, I, and the letters keep going on. We all need to recognize that we're in this together and we're doing it so that we can love who we want to love and be who we want to be. And we want to show the world that we're not afraid to do that. You know, it's okay. And... So putting together pride and standing behind pride and making sure that everybody has that safe space to do so is important to me. And that's why I like to be involved with it is because it makes other people feel, hey, I can go there and I can be safe and it's okay.
0: Yeah, I, I, I I really agree with with what both of you have said, and I think now it's really important not only for yourselves to go out and get the feeling and be have it reinforced that we're not alone, that we do have sizable numbers, but from an activism perspective, it's important that we make ourselves visible. Um, gay neighborhoods like the Castro and West Hollywood and others in the big cities are sort of beginning to disappear as... We have all merged out into mainstream America, into the suburbs, Uh, and Sonoma County has a huge LGBT population. Uh, Very huge.
2: Uh, The Press Democrat posted an article not too long ago saying that we have the second largest number of married same-sex couples in the
0: country, which is just amazing. And so we need to be visible. We need to be out and show people those numbers because there is strength in numbers. Exactly. Um, And if you look back at history that's how politicians began to pay attention in san francisco when you know five thousand people voted for jose saria in the early 60s all of a sudden there was this recognition that oh my goodness there is a sizable gay population that has a voice that we need to pay attention to um and so you know if you're feeling frustrated and you think you need to do something you need to show up for pride oh definitely stand up and be counted uh to say nothing about what we survived this fall. Uh, we were talking about that off, off the air a little bit about the fires and, um, you know, we are rising from that and will be rising for several years recovering from that and so this is a great opportunity to come out. I, I love the theme. Thank you. And,
2: okay. and we're, we're actually looking for uh, grand marshals that are first responders in the area. Um, so if anybody knows anybody or if you are one please yeah, so email or call us
0: talk or... about that i know that there was a call out for lgbt first responders who were here you, you would like them to come and march in the parade right
3: yes yes uh, we're we actually we've op- you know we're open to lgbt lgbt friendly anybody that would like to come and support pride and you're a first responder then we would like you there. If you'd like to be participating in it, we want to recognize our first responders. And to have LGBT first responders in there would be very important to us, but we also welcome everybody. Like I said, we're an inclusive, not an exclusive
0: group. Great. And there were a lot of law enforcement and firefighters from all over California that were here. Um, I was very fortunate to have, you know, a dozen of my former students, many of whom are out now and proud. Uh, but they were signed up here on overtime and, uh, it was great to know that they were here while we were evacuated, uh, looking out for our community. So I would love to have them come out here and be seen. So, so that people have a chance to say thank you. So where would, uh, a firefighter they, or a police officer go who might want
2: to, they can mes- message us, uh, send us an email at info at, uh, Sonoma County pride.org or f- uh, send us a message through Facebook or Twitter. Um, just shoot us names, your contact information. And- now, is
0: the sheriff's office or police department up here or the fire department up here going to be coordinating any piece of that as well? Or- uh,
2: the, the Santa Rosa Police Department sent a, a representative to our last meeting. That's kind of our liaison, and he's given us some tips of who we should contact to try to get um, go that route as well.
0: Great, great. You have some tremendous sponsors. Uh, you mentioned them a little bit at the beginning of the hour, but I want to talk more in depth about... Uh, who is paying for all of this?
3: Uh, <laughs> well, I'd have to say that uh, Grayton Casino is definitely our number one sponsor. And a huge shout-out to Greg Saras. He has been, personally, just so much support to the LGBT community with Gator, with Sonoma County Pride, with, you know, even Women's Week. And he's offered to do events for us. Um, he really is an important factor in our LGBT community up here in northern california so and then we've got diversified sound they're another major sponsor
2: community First.
3: Oh. community first credit union um, bud light deep Eddy vodka is going to be our sponsor and we have so many sponsors so we we were listing them
2: oh visit santa rosa
3: visit santa rosa yeah
2: uh hansel subaru um, the letter people are on our, uh, Barefoot Winery.
3: Barefoot Winery every year has been tremendous.
2: Uh, uh, and Red Bull. Oh, Red, Red Bull's, Bull's huge. Yeah. And Kaiser's on our list as well. As well as Fast Signs. Yeah, nice. and Fast Signs of Santa Rosa is also a sponsor.
0: And you've got some great host hotels uh, oh, yeah, we can um, stay.
2: The newly remodeled Astro Hotel on Santa Rosa Avenue. It's very uh, mid-century modern, pretty Pretty retro. It's a real cool hotel. The pictures look great. Um, we're getting ready to add this to our website, but they're one of our host hotels. Uh, they'll be offering discounts to stay there, as well as the Sandman Hotel over on the other side of town. Uh, they're going to be doing discounts as well, and they're newly remodeled. They have fresh rooms and paint over there, too. I so actually listen. stayed there
3: recently, so it is. its is. They've it's, done a really nice job uh, re- doing that, that hotel, so I, I recommend it.
2: And then uh the Flamingo hotel has come on board too. They're offering discounts for people to stay there and uh it's really nice to see the locals coming in and and hitting us up and coming on board
0: that's great. so if you've got friends that are you know want to come out and enjoy a weekend in wine country, but you really don't want them staying with you yeah, you can <laughs> then hook them up with a hotel at the Flamingo or you said the Astro
2: yeah, the Astro on uh, santa rosa avenue um the uh sandman hotel uh They're on Cleveland. They're on Cleveland Avenue and then um, the Flamingo Hotel. Terrific. And next week we'll have all the links and the discount codes and everything listed on our website.
0: Perfect. Uh, And you need volunteers. You mentioned that as well. So talk specifically about the talent that you're looking for.
2: We are looking for... A lot of volunteers. We need people to help us with the parade. Uh, we need uh, people to help us organize the logistics at the f- festival area when we're setting up and breaking down. And
3: The entertainment stage? If yeah, anybody's they, inter- interested in entertainment? Uh,
2: I didn't see the whole list, but I know that there's a lot of volunteers that are needed. Right.
3: And you can sign up on the website as well and just say what you're interested in and then... Uh, Bonnie Bren is our volunteer coordinator, and she's going to plug it all in and get everybody set up. So you get a free T-shirt out of the deal. I mean, come on, how can you go wrong?
0: There you go. (laughs) If you were looking for a reason, there's your reason. Sign up right now. More importantly... Help uh, this amazing planning committee out by uh, making this year's Pride Celebration a true success. J.D. and Chris, thank you so much for being with us tonight, but more importantly, for all that you're doing for the community. Thank you. We thank appreciate you, it. Mark your calendars. This year's Sonoma County Pride Celebration happens June 1st through the 3rd, with many events happening in and around downtown Santa Rosa. It's more than just a parade and a festival, so if you haven't attended in the past, now is your time to jump in and make yourself visible. We'll be back with more. Right after this,
3: there are more than 2,000 people living with HIV and AIDS in Sonoma County. 500 of them don't know they have it, so neither do their partners. If you've ever suspected you've been exposed to HIV and want to know whether you're carrying the virus that could lead to AIDS, there's a place you can be tested for free, confidentially, and anonymously with results in just 20 minutes. Call face to face at 544 1581 or visit f2f.org. We want you to know your status.
0: Did you know that syphilis is on the rise here in Sonoma County? Well, in response to this outbreak, the Sonoma County Department of Health Services is teaming up with face-to-face Sonoma County's AIDS network to provide a free three-day syphilis testing event. You can come and get tested and treated on-site for syphilis and get screened for HIV and hepatitis C at the same time. And best of all, it's all free. This event will be happening from 12 noon to 4.30 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, April 4th, 5th, and 6th. It'll take place at face-to-face 873 2nd Street in Santa Rosa. Well, that brings us to the end of our hour. If you didn't get a chance to call tonight with your donation, you can go online right now and show your support for Outbeat Radio and KRCB-FM by going to donate.krcb.org. The thank you gifts are all there for you to review and select. Once again, it's donate.krcb.org. And thank you for your contribution. I'll be back on the fourth Sunday of April with another edition of Outbeat News in Depth. Be sure to tune in next Sunday night for Outbeat Radio's Living Proof with Sheridan Gold and Dr. Diana Grayer. That's at 8 p.m. and only here on KRCB FM Radio 91. In the meantime, have a great week, and thanks for spending your Sunday night with us. Outbeat News In-Depth is hosted and produced by Greg Moralia exclusively for KRCB Radio. Podcasts of our programs are available for on-demand play on our website at OutbeatNews.com and on iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play, and Stitcher. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter for updates from Outbeat Radio News all month long.